Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, Ed Forrest. Howdy. Hello, friends. Hello. How are all of you? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I, you know, we're not a movie podcast. But I say seen, this often. I have seen three movies in the past Jeez. six days. I saw Lightyear, Black Phone, and Jurassic World Dominion. I finally saw Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay. <that's, laughs> uh, I missed out huh. on the theatrical run, so now that yeah. it's out. What and do you think of a uh, Pizza Papa? Yeah, I like Pizza Papa. He always gets paid. (laughs) He was better than most things in Jurassic World Dominion. I believe that. I believe Uh, that wholeheartedly. Man, I did learn that any animal is controllable by the Chris Pratt hand. Uh, Animal, fictional, or prehistoric. It's actually a form of a a Jedi mind trick. Don't... (laughs) Don't. <laughs> Mixed with like a force push. God. But a very light one. The next one. thing I know, Chris Pratt's going to be a Jedi. It's just. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is. Destined to That's a given. <laughs> I'm sorry to have. He's Mario. He's Garfield. <laughs> he will exist in all Wait, cinematic he's Garfield universes. Too? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. What's the next video game? Honestly, he'll probably, he'll probably voice Shadow. Oh, no. Don't say that. No, don't do that. Kind of hilarious. <laughs> no. Oh no, that. Oh, God. What if he voiced Big the Cat? Okay, now that's a little more. Even then, there know. are better people you could get. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. He seems like he could be like Charmy B. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I yeah. Who would we have for Vector? Man, I don't know. who would be SBO? I'm so I'm so ready. There has to be that movie. I thought about saying year. Vector, but but Vector is definitely black. Yeah, we need. So I wouldn't I, want to whitewash Vector like that. So Kevin Hart is what I'm hearing. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! And I, I mean, he he could maybe pass his SBO, but I don't think he's cool enough to. I be don't, we no, haven't no. talked about the streamcasting, but The Rock needs to be Shadow. I so I was literally <laughs> just thinking that. Like I disagree. Like, I I he's had that idea enough. before I had the Kevin Hart he's not idea. Enough. Uh, I mean, I get it, but I think he could. I think he's got it in him. Let's just get no. Robert Pattinson as Shadow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, you know, we could do this a whole show. We could show. do this all day. Yeah, we, I could. Um, <laughs> Robert Pattinson is a choice. I think it's not a bad one, and I I know we'll go. We'll, <laughs> man, what about uh, Mads Mikkelsen? Uh, I really, I really just want to. Angry little freak to be him. That's what I want. And Robert Pence and, and Mads Mikkelsen kind of. They are angry really little way. freaks. Yeah, yeah. In a good way, right? In a respectable uh, way. Yeah. Robert Pence has a tinge of 
disrespectable, and that's why it yeah. makes him good. That's why I'll, I love I'll him. tell you that I just the name that I was just thinking of like popped into my head was Hugo Weaving. Ooh, oh, oh my gosh. Wow. That is a different vibe, but I <laughs> I'm kind it of It is here kind for of inspired. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's as inspired as Idris Elba's Knuckles. <laughs> I know, honest. see that's what I was thinking, like it's it, it Man. you can't go like too obvious. You may have nailed it. Or like uh Hugo Weaving or what's the guy from uh, the guy that does Orm in in Aquaman. Oh, Patrick oh, yeah. Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. God. Yeah, he'd be that pretty would... good at it. <laughs> There's a gravitas to that man's voice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's. Oh, God. Now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, uh, really? So. Honestly, I... that, make, that makes me actually think it would prob- it'll probably be Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, possible. Um, all of this I think to that's say... a likely casting. This week, this past weekend, in the middle of all these movies, someone brought up to me that we haven't had a Mario trailer yet, and it, yeah, it really dawned on me. But then it made me revisit the cast of that movie, <laughs> and I know that we spent a solid amount of time on the cast before, but uh, refreshing but to me to that Charlie Day as Luigi is still. One it's, of the most bonkers things that will ever happen in my life, it's I think. Perfect. Uh, I don't know if perfect is the word I'd go for. <laughs> it's I perfect it's, for me. Uh, I think it's great. And I am ready to watch this train wreck of a movie. <laughs> um, it could be great. I, you know. Um, if it's great, it's not. But you got to think of we're Chris getting Brad. a trailer for this movie eventually because it's, it's coming out this year. Supposedly. Well, Supposedly. given that it's a movie, yeah, I would I would bet we have a, a trailer for it at some point before it comes out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah, but you would You'd think, think they would have had at least a, tra- a teaser or something by now if it was yeah. coming out this year. I don't know. I think people are just, they know that the public is not ready for Chris Pratt's voice, which is unlike anything that the world has ever heard. Yeah. You know that they're not going to give you the full it's just voice gonna... in the trailer. It's, it's going to be, be his regular voice. I'm staking gonna, it's a claim It's going to be now. him saying, here we go, in the first trailer. <laughs> what if he does the hand thing to Yoshi? <laughs> Shut oh <my> up. <laughs> he has to. I mean... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like Yoshi's uh, a oh little man. Oh, I just had the urge oh to my walk God. out. I just... Someone... <laughs> this has to be a picture on the internet of him doing that thing <laughs> as Owen. Like, Photoshop Owen... Into like a picture of the dinosaur Yoshi from the Bob Hoskins movie. <laughs> the Bob, or the Goomba. <laughs> the Goombas. No, Yoshi. He was in that. He was like a velociraptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean still, they're they're all dinosaur-esque. Like, you know. Yes, I want that. That has to be somewhere. Uh. If not, I'll find a way. Life will find a way. Um But now that we've spent the beginning. Really, it's just I was in a Chris Pratt hole because I'm so sorry about. I'm sorry that you were in a crisp rat hole. Yeah, and then Mario got brought up, and um, yeah, I I fully suggest that everyone should go see Lightyear and uh, Black Phone, and you know, I experienced Jurassic World Dominion. I I I like Jurassic World. 
I liked it. Or wasn't it Fallen Kingdom? Or was it Dominion? No. It was Fallen it's... Kingdom was the second one. Yeah. That's right. That's a right. <clears throat> That's a right. Which, by the way, I do. I love my wife so much. Uh, but there was a moment during Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion where she goes, I don't really remember this girl from the second one at all. <laughs> and then she's integral to the third movie. Oh, no. The whole movie. Uh, and, yeah. Was, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It was interesting. Was, um, she didn't need to be the, the focus of that movie, but she was. For sure. But let's... Though <laughs> no, I don't think she was, a, she was a bad character in the movie. No, I no, think no. she did. No. She, she played the role of, like, you know, whatever... I forget what the kids' names in Jurassic Park one were. But oh God, yeah, yeah. She kind of. I need to go back and watch that movie though. That that's a good thing. one. Mm. Let me know when that's playing at the theater for. Yeah, us. Dude, oh, gladly. Like, I I I watched the first one like I think sometime in the week before I I went to see um, Dominion, and there are like there are some some cute little nods here and there like visually to stuff that happens which i i think i appreciated because i just watched it um but i remember thinking like watching the beginning when newman is like dodson we got dodson over here yeah yeah, like, yeah you know it'd be funny if they just brought him back and, <laughs> and made him the bad guy of the movie and then he was yeah hilarious and even at the can it's great Fun things in that movie. Don't know if the whole movie's fun, but fun things. Um, and I'm pretty sure the moment when... Who was it? One of the characters like looks at him and goes, Dodgson. And I think that was a reference to that scene. Oh, where it had he said, to be. We, we, see, nobody cares. This. And then in that moment, <clears throat> he's like, I know who you are. <sighs> All right. So I was in the theater before Jurassic World stressing my wife out because I was trying to beat levels in neon white during the trailers. Nice. And she's like, David, the people are going to be mad. You're playing video games. And I'm like, it's the trailers. It's the trailers. They can suck it up. And so I kept playing neon white. Rightfully so. Uh, I'm about 20 to 30 levels from the end, assuming that it ends when you're ranked number one. Um, and I, by looking at the global rank screen, which tells you how many missions there are, that is about the truth, I think. Mm. Um, so this game is great. Still very, very good. Um, where I'm at, a lot of my friends are not this deep into the game, so I'm still not getting times. Uh, Forrest is <laughs> playing the game behind me so i'm going to have to re-loop back and try to beat some of his time and see that i've platinumed every single level so far that's fine um i am playing through for story right now and then i'll go back and do time um because i i really want to experience uh the relationship between white and all of these characters because it's so good yes um all the writing is really good I talked about this last week, um, so I'm not going to like regale everyone with neon white more, but uh, everyone should play this game. I need to beat it ASAP because uh, Cuphead DLC comes out tomorrow, and that's going to take over my life. Um, 
you know, however long Cuphead DLC will take me to beat. Um, but yeah, Neon White's been fantastic. I also have been playing. Quick, quick question. Uh, have you played Neon White with the Pro Controller at all? Yeah. Okay. That's the way to play it. Okay, cool. I because I wanted to talk about this because before we started recording tonight, like you were playing on the couch and you were just playing just with the Joy Cons and. I didn't say anything before. But I'm not like, gonna play it with the pro controller handheld in my I, lap. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, there are some people out there that do that. I guess I am one of those people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am not. It just, it feels so much better on on a on the pro controller. Yeah, I think it, I said that last week. You can't be trying uh, to yeah. get. You can't. Uh, I don't think the game's controls are great for the handheld mode. Yeah. And so if you're trying to get good times, then the handheld mode is not the way to go. But if you're trying to get good enough times to get the points to rank up, then it then fine. you can do it just fine in the yeah. handheld mode. And that's what I'm doing. Um so yeah, it's you know it it's I think it still works perfectly fine handheld. It just if you're trying to get the best score you've ever seen um, either play it on TV or you should be playing it on PC with a different controller, uh, probably mouse and keyboard or something, because you'd be able to be way faster than on a controller. I'm actually, um, like, I totally forgot that it was on there too, so now this has got me thinking of, like, how crazy some of those runs would look comparatively. Yeah, they're also having a real big problem with cheaters with the leaderboards. Uh. So um, I think that's also why... I keep having issues where the leaderboards go down, yeah. and I, I wonder if that has to do with some of it. Um, either that or overcrowding, because maybe um, I think they knew their game would be successful, but maybe not this successful, um, which is a good problem to have. Yes. Uh, I, I think, man, I love the character interactions in this game, and especially with some of the announcements that came up later and the news that we're going to talk about with Persona, um, it really freshened up in my brain how this is scratching an itch that Persona 5 has left that not another game has really uh, covered well. Yeah. And so it it's, it's really... Um, I, it made me think back a little bit weirdly to the beginning of this year where I was playing. Oh my God, what was the name? I almost said Kid Icarus, but that's not the game. <laughs> I wish. Seth, what's the name of that game? Which game? God, Gods and Monsters? Or was that yeah. the original name? That was the original Phoenix name. Rising. Immortals Phoenix. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Immortals Phoenix Rising. And like that game wasn't as good or as interesting as Breath of the Wild, but it really scratched this itch I had to play Breath of the Wild again, but not play the same game. Like yeah. it played in the same vibe. And so this is giving me <clears throat> the experience I wanted in the social dynamics uh, and talking and weird characters of Persona while also being a game with gameplay that's completely different than that. Yeah. Um, also to note that it's much more digestible and bite-sized compared to Persona. Yeah. I 
I kind of wish there was more. So that's that's, my, that's one yeah, of my yeah. issues is I wish there was more conversation pieces, maybe not locked behind gifts. So yeah, there's there's no exploring your relationship with these characters outside of giving them the unlockable gifts, which is fine. Uh, that's why I said it's one of those things that's like it's scratching the itch while not providing the same quality of experience. Yeah. Uh, like the, it, it really became apparent to me that uh, I think it was like Monday where I was like, I'm playing this game because I enjoy the gameplay, but I'm really playing it because I want to see where and how these characters got to know each other and see their backstories more because I'm really same. taking the time with every level to get the gift or whatever gimmick it is to get them to talk to me and give me more lore for yeah. the experience because it's all locked behind these gifts. Um, I can't imagine playing the story and not getting these because it'd be so you, empty, right? It'd be so empty, so empty. Um, and you have to purposefully replay the levels to get the gift because you can't, get the gift on the first run yep. uh, it unlocks after the first one um so yeah i i still think it's a great game i want everyone to play it uh of course that's what you want with every fun game you have i know that that's not realistic because as much as i love hollow knight not all of my friends have played it and i it's fine um but yeah i seth i implore you to give this game a shot i think that it does fit some of some. I mean, it's really installed like. on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't mean anything, but yeah. it is there. Uh, I feel like you may have Hollow Knight installed somewhere, and you've never touched it too. I actually do not. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so yeah, I uh, I can't, you know, talk. Any more highly about this game because it's it's just so good and it's you know it's going to end up in some sort of list however we decide to do it this year unanimously um, right of course um, but uh, hopefully it will end up in the list and um, I I will have it beat by next week because I am going to oh. power through yeah same um, so that I can play the Cuphead <laughs> DLC because I don't want to um, start it and then not finish this game. Um, I've also been playing a free-to-play game. Uh, I, if you have listened to the show before, you've heard me talk about... Are we going to talk about this? You, you've heard me talk about how annoying it is that this Disney Mirrorverse game is not in America, but it's only in the Philippines, and now it's in America, and I've spent a lot of time playing it. And the story mode is fine. It's very light. But it is, it's a good time killer, and there's good character design. That's free-to-play um, mobile games for you. Yeah. And I spend money on it. It's great. <laughs> Got a five-star oh. buzz. It's great. Having a good time. Uh, I think you can do pretty well for free. Most Wait, of my friends are you saying are that you have a five-star buzz lightyear or that you got a buzz off of giving five stars? <laughs> Both, actually, at the same time. <laughs> uh, I have a five-star Buzz Lightyear, a five-star Tiana, and a five-star Mickey. Or four-star Mickey. It's great. And I use them to fight bad guys. The nice. Fractured, 
That's what they're called. It's very Kingdom Heartsy in the story. Um, I'm wondering. I, I guess it's too late for for them to do anything for the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, but it would have been cool. Yeah, I don't know what properties they're willing to bring into this, but yeah. I assume any, because I, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Tron are in it, of I, all things. I need you to so, let me know when they add in any Treasure Planet stuff. Oh, man. That would be really cool. That may uh, get me playing. That may get me spending. <laughs> getting a morph. Um, yeah, because like you could even do morph really well, because... Tinkerbell is in this game, and what she does is she's small and projects a giant version of herself oh. to fight for her. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, and so you could do something like that with Morph or with... But as uh, we know from the movie Hook, she could do that. Oh, yeah. Well, no, she she can just turn big. She can just Hook. go big mode. Yeah, she just goes big mode. <laughs> well that goes without that that goes that without goes saying. without saying. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I think it's a fun enough free to play game if you want to play it. Um I you know, I know that those types of games are not everyone's bag. Um but it it definitely, you know, it'll throw at you a bunch of ways to spend money on it, but you don't have to. Um all of my friends besides me are playing it for free. I just happen to be a sucker that will spend ten dollars for Mickey. Uh, because that's the only way you can get him. So, yeah, there's Not like three even a five star. There's three Not even a five star. Exactly. Three characters locked behind mm. paywall. Mm. Uh, Mickey. Oh uh, God, I can't remember the other two. They don't honest. matter. Mickey, Jack Skellington, and someone else. Um, yeah, Elsa. Elsa's the third one. You know, that's actually a pretty solid set of characters to have locked behind a paywall. Yeah. Because uh, you know people are going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big draws. Yeah. I don't know. Oogie Boogie has a cooler design than Jack Skellington, in my opinion. He's got, you know, the sca- spooky dice he throws? Yes. They're I basically. Can show this. Yeah, they're like maces at the end of chains. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, it's dope. Pretty dope. Uh, I, I can confirm a bunch of the designs in this. The are character designs super are cool. what if they're weird little freaky dudes? Like, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, make them weird. Yeah, yeah. Except for Tiana, they just made her. What if she was kind of Indiana Jonesy? And I'm okay. It's with cool. That. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's simple and fun, and he's kind of Diablo esque, um, top or like vaguely top down. Um, combat with specials and stuff, and yeah, pretty brainless fighting, easy peasy. Mm-hmm. I feel like the art style is what I wanted the art of Epic Mickey to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ooh. I I a hundred percent get that. That's a connection. Yeah, there's man. There has been so many times where. We get weird Disney art promised for something, and then it doesn't actually happen. Yep. And this is, this really is the time where it's delivered, and it's not in a full pay game, which yeah. is very frustrating. A full experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine it's, it's kind of probably similar with Nintendo and their protect protectiveness about their IP, that, like, it's one thing to have 
this idea as a concept and a whole other thing to present it as a commercial product. Right. Like there's 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 quite a gap to get there to to approve those kind of things. Yeah. They are so drastically different, unfortunately. And this isn't the first gosh, Disney is having like three free to play games come out, big ones, uh this year. This is the first one. The next one is the Disney Speedstorm, uh, which is gonna be on Switch and PC and everything. It's gonna be that's the cart racer. Yep. And then the next one is one that we'll talk about later, but Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is like Disney Animal Crossing. Um, so it's they're they're really going heavy into the free to play market. Um, you know, which works, I guess. I I kind of would love a. I I was at Disney the last Seth also was kind of there, but I saw someone in an Epic Mickey shirt and it it broke me for a second. I was like, oh, like, A, it yanked my head back to remembering Epic Mickey existed. Not that I ever forget it because I played it and I loved it, but um, I just was like, wow, okay. And then it it made me a little sad. I'm like, man, I wish that there was, you know, more love for Epic Mickey out there. Because that that even brought back some love for, like, Oswald and everything. And um, I thought it was so unique. yeah. Epic Mickey was cool. Bring put that on the Switch. Yeah. You could do it. Absolutely. Eh. This, of, of all the things that I, I mean, want ported to Switch, that's probably very low on the list. Yeah, yeah. That's well fair. I I mean I it's not like at the top of mine either, but But it'd be cool. But it would be cool. However, Oswald and Kingdom Hearts, that would be That'd, that'd be, be the real pool. Oh yeah. Put Oswald oh, and Kingdom Hearts. God cowards i know they won't the the time to do it would have been like uh, just like probably kingdom hearts 2 but they, uh dream drop distance probably yeah. could have pulled it so get rid of the three musketeers world make it a the, the oswald mid epic mm. mickey world or make the three musketeers world the three caballeros world that would have been dope uh Seth, what have you been playing? Um, before I uh, I just, I just saw this. This is this is late. This is breaking news. Just happened. Oh. Um, Square Enix just announced. Like I don't know if they had announced uh, previously the um like a, a se- uh, like a what are they? It's not a season pass. What are the, what is a regular DLC thing called? An expansion. Um, yeah, I guess it is a season pass, but for uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Oh, God. Um, and the first thing is called Trials of the Dragon King, and it it brings in the Dissidia Warrior of Light as an enemy for you to fight. Oh, my God. Which I think is just amazingly meta and great. Still oh haven't started God. that game, though. <laughs> uh, that is not what I've been playing. Um, this, unfortunately. It, that comes out July twentieth though, so I got some time to catch up to be ready for it. Um, so first, I have not gone back and played uh, Soldiers at all because that patch has not dropped for console yet. So, um, still TBA on what happens with me and the rest of that journey. Uh, but I did start up 
Fire Emblem Warriors Three Fates. Um, mm. uh, if if you guys will, the the listeners may remember when uh, the original Fire Emblem Warriors game came out. I was very low on it. Um, it was a game that like it was just kind of boring visually um, and functionally. Like it had cool ideas with the incorporation of the like the grid based tactic system and and bringing that into the the warriors battle arenas um but it is not like the characters weren't fun to use they didn't they didn't really have any distinguishing factors and um and so it was just kind of a boring game um so i was kind of i had some trepidation about this game but i figured that Maybe having played Three Houses, uh, knowing all of the characters, um, it would be able to so- sort of allow me to be more invested in these characters, uh, and it has for sure. Um, but I, the the same issues are still there with like, you know, because it it the characters work the same way in as in Three Houses, where they all start at a kind of base level classes, and you can train them to be whatever units you want them to be. Um, which I think is cool. Um, in, like, in practice, you can't really, there isn't, there there aren't really the opportunities all that much to, to train them to be, to, to go too drastically out of their kind of defined character trees. Um, but it does kind of also come with that thing that, you know, the, they don't get to really have their own um, unique models and and attacks, um, so it, it it's not like ever we're not looking at a a cast of characters that is as diverse as it was in um, Hyrule Warriors, which mm-hmm. is like you know that that's always the comparison point for me because each one of those characters in the original Hyrule Warriors was so different and so fun to play. Um, and then in uh, Age of Calamity, it was, I think it the, there was, because it was, you know, adhering to the world of Breath of the Wild, it was a bit less flashy and out there, but the characters were still all, all very different from each other. Um, and, like, I could, I could pull up those games and, like, under, and probably still remember what their individual movesets were. Um, in this game, like, I don't, I have no idea what the combos are. I'm just kind of mashing. Uh, there are some unique things, like, um, there there are characters can get specific, uh, like, they have two slots for specific abilities that you get through through training classes. Um, and it was, it's the same, like, special attacks, like, that the characters had in Three Houses, but um, they you can kind of uh there's a like a timer that they're on cooldowns right. um so that's that's good but i will say that i feel like mechanically it is it's way more satisfying to play than um the first fire and the warriors was uh and probably and and maybe even more than age of calamity was um cuz it <laughs> And it may just it may be because I played 
Age of Calamity on a higher difficulty. I don't remember. But at the point that I'm at in the story, it's like it's kind of like a hot knife through butter when enemies come up. <laughs> like the 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 weapon triangle is it, it means nothing to me. Um like there it, it's it's really cool because there are specific um like built in advantages. Uh so sword has a if you if you have a sword character you have an advantage over an axe wielding character. And those advantages usually mean that you can kind of get the the stun gauge to pop up really a lot quicker, which allows you to to deliver the the big hits. Um but there are also like specific weapons that are extra um efficient against those things. And there are also like there are these battalions that you can hire to kind of augment your um weaknesses or what you're strong against. So there is uh there's a good level of customization to to get to that point where people just cannot stand in your way. And that's one thing I do like is that um the 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 upgrade system is kind of more annoying than it was in like this in the Hyrule Warriors game, but it does constantly kind of at at least on giving you new weapons, you're constantly getting stuff that can that just allows you to mow through the enemies, which is great. And you know, that's kind of in the end, that's sort of the point of these games is yeah. to feel to feel unmatched. Um and so from it's that basis, one of the reasons it, why I wasn't super in love with Hyrule Warriors because <laughs> God, you'd never felt overmatched in that. <laughs> yeah, I, very I, matched. I do I do agree with that. I think that Hyrule Warriors was carried more by like the 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 fun mechanics of each characters and the world and stuff. Um and so none of that is really there here uh because all the matches are just sort of bland battlefields and um just because of the nature of Fire Emblem, you're not like walking around unique battlefields and that you you're only se- ever seeing the areas from kind of like a top perspective except for the except for Garrick Mach and three houses um and i haven't actually seen Garrick Mach yet or rather battled in it i um but there is there is a similar base mechanic in this um where all your characters lounge around in between matches and uh there are gifts you can give them and there are supports that you can build up um so all that fun stuff is here um and it is pretty it it hasn't been like super distracting either. Um it's it's very easy to to kind of build that stuff up without actually having to force it, which is good. Um mm. and as far as I know all the romance stuff is gone from it outside of here and there in different support. So it kind of um it does it remove I think and I think removing that the ability to kind of like intentionally pair people up into into couples was uh is is it removing it is for the better in this specific game um the other game it's it's been a lot of fun like i i really enjoy playing it and the story um it did what age of calamity did and kind of introduces a new um you know a new character that kind of throws the original story out of whack, and of course the the kind of big the the big story twist here is that the Byleth, the character's protagonist, uh, the player character from Three Houses, is an antagonist, and 
um, in like the very beginning of the game, he Ooh. kind of he 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 slaughters this mercenary group that the character you play as was part of, and so his his whole thing, or their whole thing, the 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 player character in this game is they want to go off and get revenge against him. Um, mm. and so it 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 kind of it's interesting the way they kind of approach the story and that like you knowing because all like the, the story of three houses by whole whole arc was like why is he this weird dude with all this power and you you learn ab- about that and and so this and his connection to that and this kind this game kind of approaches it from okay you already know that um so there's no mystery there except for i guess to the character himself um but instead your character who the default name is Shez, which is not <laughs> like I will give Firemom a lot of leeway, but that's not a name. Is like, it S H I, I know that or C H S H E Z Shez. Wow, like, I, was, even, I was even being generous with Shay. Nope, it's Shez. Uh, of course, no one says it. Thank uh, God. So there's not really <laughs> any way of knowing because it is. Um, you can change the name, so they, they, they just refer to you as you uh, rather than saying the name. And Byleth is referred to as the Ashen Demon because you can also name Ooh. him whatever. Um, it's just, it's 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 just uh, it's not an this, the I've I had forgotten like how much on their BS uh, intelligent systems was with the naming stuff, and I know like they're they're all in with. The Irish and Gaelic and uh, the mythology of 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 uh, Great Britain and and that stuff and that's fine and because all those you know the names are all weirdly spelled and and fun to look at but okay like that can maybe explain how Byleth is the name of something but no in no world is Shez a name I'm sorry I you know I can't also there's this dude named Acheron Phlegathon, which is just <laughs> you can't you can't just do that it's that stupid. goes kind of hard yeah but it's just the names of the the rivers in the underworld that's literally what his name is that's yeah, why it goes Black, hard black agar boltagon <laughs> uh, that's yeah. better honestly my boy <laughs> that's better oh uh, yeah um but it's been a fun time um I will say that I, I of course chose the golden deer route. Um, mm, of course, the I proper expected route. Nothing, nothing different. Which for look, me. I think everyone can agree that the golden deer is the canon route, the correct route in three houses. But this game, it you know, it does, it does a little more work here to make Claude seem not like he's not this tactical genius, which is sort of weird, because I kept expecting everything he does to work out, and then he makes some dumb decisions, which I guess is better. It makes him more human, um, but it's not the Claude that I'm used to. Mm. The one who wanted well, to free the world from all suffering. I guess you know some of us enlightened people that like Dimitri. <laughs> uh, hey, and Dimitri is a sane person in this game. He's got well, both well, eyes. He's got both eyes. He's not. He, he doesn't Psycho. scream to kill every last one of them. Sometimes you get radicalized in the wrong moment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And you know, I appreciated that for him. Like it was, I just got to a moment in the story where, um, where I had to interact with him, and he he was a level-headed guy, and I appreciated it. Um, also interesting the way it works since there is, there's no like, there is no officers' academy like part of the game to speak of. Um, so your ability to recruit characters from other houses is limited. Um, like I think I've been able to recruit uh, two or three of them. Um, and I never played the the DLC for Three Houses, but all of the Ashen Wolves characters are are recruitable. And Honestly, it kind of made me wish I had actually played that DLC because they're some of my favorite characters. Um, but one thing, yeah. it is weird. It was weird at the beginning having, like, getting into this after having recently played Triangle Strategy, um, which is another game that was sort of like, and that and that's that game is not necessarily teens in in committing war crimes, but because um, there's people of all ages that you can recruit in that game but it is it is a sort of similar setup that there are you know childhood friends from opposing factions that come together to kind of solve what happens when the three factions go to war um and it was just it was this weird like tonal whiplash when i started up because this three houses and three hopes is just so um it's so light, even when it's dealing with the heavier stuff, and and triangle strategy on, like, is on the other end of that spectrum. Well, like there are moments of lightness that kind of approaches this world very seriously, mm -hmm. um, and I think I think that that's the story. Both are effective in their own way, but at the beginning of this game, I was kind of like, man, this is sort of, I, I I'm kind of wishing that I, that I was experiencing kind of classic style Fire Emblem where. Not everything was a joke, but um, you know, as far as I am, and I've gotten back in the groove and have come to appreciate those characters uh, once again for their differences to the the triangle strategy type of deal. Um, but yeah, it's a good game. I've been been enjoying it. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I, I saw you playing time. it and much you, much better than the first Fire Emblem Warriors, without a doubt. Good. <laughs> you you mentioned this past weekend that you were playing it to me and I I looked at you and said, Oh, that came out because I completely yeah. forgot it came yeah. out. Because it just not on my radar. No. I Also it's a, it's been been a busy set of weeks for Games yeah, and stuff. To be honest, and, it, and I, us, I may get it uh, since Seth actually said it's good. Because the problem is, um, like Seth, I thought the first one was bad. Yeah, yeah, boring. I don't. So, so I, and one thing I don't remember if the first one had this, but there is actually like a classic mode in this where after a certain after like the fourth chapter, if your character dies in a mission, they're complete. They're removed from the rest of your of the game. Um, Ooh, I, of course, that's it has interesting. Not, it has, I think it would be much more interesting if I was playing on hard mode. Um, but I have not, at least since like the the kind of 
beginning few chapters have never really been in a position where a character was close to dying. So um, I haven't had to experience the pain of that, uh, which yeah. I guess is good. You know, if I turn that on in this, because it's a bit, it's a bit different, because you know the and and Fire Emblem games, you're always competing against overwhelming numbers of enemies, uh, and so there is always that danger of you, you know not knowing what the AI is going to do, who is going to attack you. If you like put a character out too far, you're putting them in danger, um, but. <laughs> As the, it's sort of the opposite approach in these games is that, yeah, you're, there are overwhelming odds. It's that these four people are going to kill a thousand, a thousand <laughs> enemies without even trying. Uh, and the, so it's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter how many people I'm bringing into a mission. Um, but, but I think because you're only in most missions, well, yeah, in, in pretty much all the missions, you're only... You only have four controllable characters. There are some missions where you can deploy other units as like um, NPCs, that, but you, that who you can still direct to go attack things. Um, but because there's only four, like, and because you can get direct control of them whenever, like, if a person is close to dying, you can just grab them and have them use a healing potion. So I think it, it's cool that it's in there, and again, uh, it's probably more apparent in hard mode. Um, but <laughs> it, it, so far for me, it hasn't really been a, a, a function that I've had to experience. Which I guess is good. Yeah. But anyway, it's a good game. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, and all the all the like every single mission is I think I guess after I think after you complete chapter two, every mission you can play split screen. Um Ooh. I of course haven't had a, a chance to do that. Um but I think that would be fun too. That does sound fun. Um Forrest, what have you been playing? Uh so I've been playing through Neon White, of course, and uh I I can't really add much else onto what you've said about it already, but Except the fact that seeing your times uh, makes me toxically competitive. Mm. And I would like to apologize to you for things I have not even talked to you about in regards to this. <laughs> but I see your times and I see that I beat them like my first or second try and something in me wells up. <laughs> in this sense of superiority that I know oh, I shouldn't have saying, because it's not right, it's not saying, fair. Good. <laughs> it's like I don't. This, is, I, this I, is playing for story versus playing for time. But I'm playing for story as well because I'm getting all the gifts and everything. He's just better at it than you. Ooh, he's <laughs> just, throwing it. I don't know. Throwing it down. The problem is, here's the thing. He just he. I is, don't want to be this way. He is given a rabbit to chase. I you yes. have simply set the pace, and he has broken it, and this will eventually lead to when Seth and I overly competed at one whole one course <laughs> yes. at Mario Golf. Yeah, yep. To the point where I'm pretty sure me and him got the the best scores ever. Yeah, possible. Um, yeah, that <laughs> the, anyone like could the, get. Yeah. 
it's you know it's it's difficult with golf, but like in those games, like at some some holes you can only get it in two tries, and that's what we were doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is a uh, this is instilling me with a similar level of competitiveness that I don't really get in good. other <laughs> other um, games, you know. And I just want to apologize to you if I ever get mm, out of line. Don't, don't apologize yet. <laughs> Yet, because you'll you'll go back soon and be like, oh look, maybe I don't have the top score anymore because mm. I will keep going. That's the know. problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting my money on Forrest. Seth, I eventually <laughs> beat out Seth in the Mario Golf. Eventually, and <laughs> listen, you you know me. I go back to games. I lab stuff out. <laughs> like. I got negative oh, <laughs> 27 or whatever on one course. Uh, this this is, I think this is going to end up in a similar way. Yeah, there's 100 courses here. Uh, we'll see who's the winner on that first level of by next week. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I will. We'll, we'll beat the story first. And then yeah, we'll just we'll just take peeks at at some of the past levels. Right, right. Story first you know? is always key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm. Listen, I'm here. I want the competition because that's. I worry know, how I, I get when I tweet. get competitive. Is the I thing sh- I should ask Ben if he because he he only knows me through Twitter. Yeah. But I wonder if he's looked at my times because whenever I see a time of his, I'm like, all right, I got to do better than that. And <laughs> exactly. even if, it's, yeah. you, you see someone else ahead of you and you go, I already got the, I could be better, goal, but I can, that. I can be number one. Yeah. 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 I get it. That's, that's what happens. You, you have the, the, here's the thing. When you hit levels where there's no other score, that motivation's not there. Uh, it is there, but it's not. It's not as th- there as much, but it is still there. Yeah. Because uh, on, I think it was Sunday night or Monday, I was hitting levels that you had not gotten to yet. And, like, I was keeping that in mind. I was, like, while I was I don't think so. I, I, I wasn't seeing you pull up. So that's because the, the things have been down. Oh, okay. Because I was well-paced. Ahead of where you were this this weekend. Gotcha. I promise. Okay. Because I know where you're at. So I, yeah, I was there like Thursday or Friday last week. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That it just wasn't pulling up for me then. Right. Uh, well, in that case, I was still, <laughs> I was still trying to improve upon yeah, my yeah. scores and stuff. Um, but yeah, Neon White, wonderful game to potentially get super competitive and mad with your friends about. Uh, and then, uh, speaking of platinuming, uh, I finally platinumed Elden Ring. Um, I I know you guys probably won't replay it anytime soon, if ever at all. I don't think you even have it anymore, do you, David? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I traded it in also. Dang. When I got Fire Emblem. I, mean, I, I thought about it. I was like, do I want to do I want to have this game to replay it? And then I was like, nope. I. I mean, I know y'all don't have the game now, but if you did, I would have recommended doing a co-op playthrough. It's a lot of fun just making it through with with the boys, you know? Um, I mean, and, we tried to do 
co-op sometimes. It was just so... It's just such an obtuse system. It it, it is. I got the ultimate co-op game for Seth and I to play, and he is refusing to buy it. I, I, I didn't buy it. <laughs> so what is this? He won't. He won't go down the Far Cry Six Far Cry route. Oh. He wants me to get Far Cry Six. That has co-op still. Yeah, it's only like ten dollars right now. It's oh, super cheap. Nice. Noted. Maybe. Um. But yeah, that's that's been my two major things is Neon White and finally finishing up Elden Ring. It's the mm. first Platinum I've ever gotten uh, on PlayStation. And Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Platinum. It's been, it's been a long time since I've gotten all achievements in a thing. Probably since like middle school, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Not to... Not to to age any of us but it's been a really long time i mean around a little after high school is when i stopped caring about achievements yeah. that's so. the thing like i generally didn't care but it like at all for anything but like by the time i finished my first playthrough in elden ring i was like oh i only have like a few things left to do and they're all super simple may as well go for it and it's finally done and it feels nice good and i will patiently await whenever an expansion drops for it yeah, it's well, interesting how, like, I also don't really care about achievements uh, in games, but except I do wish that the Switch had them. Yeah, that's fair. The best, there, the best game to, the best achievements, the best, the game that has done achievements the best, in my opinion, was uh, Kid Icarus Uprising, because each time you did one, you got a little item that you could use in the game. Yes. Yeah. That game in general, and, was and it just revealed like a fun, stellar picture. What? What? You 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 <laughs> roboted out. I couldn't hear yeah. you. What'd you uh, say? Something just that when you it, like when you did all the achievements in Kid Icarus, it revealed a, a fun little graphic. Oh, oh kind of like yeah. the Smash Bros. Uh, or like the fun... Uh, well, yeah, the, the Smash the, Bros. one was based off the kid. Yeah, yeah. One. Or like the picture game in, on in the 3DS Plaza. Street Pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I miss stuff like that. Bring back Street Pass <laughs> games. Yeah. Listen, Honestly. I don't see why the Switch couldn't have a Street Pass There's no reason. It, it, they could do you. it. They could do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was. I thought you were telling me there's no reason that it should be done. I will. No, say there's there, no reason that it should be done. I miss. I miss so badly taking a break from walking around the theme park and checking my 3ds because there's a green light to and seeing all the memes uh, I met. Yeah, that was great. Uh, there's nothing like it. Man, whatever. Nintendo Nintendo made a great thing and then abandoned it. Cowards. As, As they, they do. want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So with that, we are going to take a break and we will be back with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at, at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. 
subscribe, and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's get into the news. Um, first bit of news is that Skull and Bones is rumored to be released on November 8th, 2022. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, oh, sure. that's funny. It's officially been rated by the sure. ESRB. Yeah. It's rated M. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just as skeptical as both of you, but... It's what the people, the leakers, be saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I can't I'm wait sure to see the are. potential sales numbers for this game, or the lack of sales numbers. I guess I should say. I think it could be free to play. Why are you saying sales numbers? Uh, because I forgot the possibility of yeah. being switched to free to play. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I. It's probably not free to play, but it probably should be. Um, it should pay us to play it. Yeah. Um, Spellbreak, which I don't know if any of you played this, but nope. this was the Wizard uh, Spell Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, it was it, pretty fun. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, I played it for a little bit. They got acquired by Blizzard to help develop WoW. Such a shame. So Spellbreak is going to be dead uh, next year. So Bye-bye. Hopefully I... you didn't put too much money into Spellbreak. Because now it's gone forever. Yep. Um, which is insane. But that's how it goes, I guess. It sucks. It does. Maybe they'll help develop a Battle Royale mode in WoW. <laughs> Oh, that's a really fun that that's that's a fun idea. I think that could get people back into WoW or people too. <laughs> yeah, WoW. that'll be it. That'll be yeah, the thing. That'll, that'll be, be the be thing it. that revives WoW. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk about the the big news this week is the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Uh, it's all third party games, um, and there's something you know what. Shout out to Nintendo. For releasing this and it being just a YouTube video, so that <laughs> yeah, uh, not a scream. When I, when I was it. hit with some of the things that I knew I wouldn't care about, you could just boop, 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 I just fast forward past yep. those suckers. I did the same actually. So shout out to the first uh, victim of the fast forward button, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Uh, they they really have to put it right at the beginning of it. So it's just kind of like all right, let's. Start this off on the absolute worst foot possible. I mean, to Show some all the people same it's stuff the best, that, but it looks I'm not saying same. that it's bad. I'm just saying that it's like, I feel like it's been presented in five different things the past month. Oh, it yeah. absolutely has. It's the same thing with everything Capcom does. Yeah. It gets like five to six minutes of the directs, and it's like, why are you here again? I don't know, man. This is the fifth time you've shown the same thing for show and tell this month. This. Yep. And I, so, I'm sure there was new stuff in this. Um, yeah, but like, like we just had the Capcom thing. showcase like last week. I will admit, uh, so I did watch the Sunbreak part of this. It does look pretty cool, but uh, not, you know, not enough to 
really get me playing. You yeah, know, it's it, not it, cool enough. I don't I don't like Monster <laughs> Hunter enough. And at this point, if I'm not in by now, I probably won't be in ever. Right. So it's definitely a skip through on uh, on stuff like this. June thirtieth. So it comes out tomorrow. That's the other reason why I was like, man, you wasted like five minutes on this. Uh, it's coming out in like so three soon. days. Yeah. Um. Then. <laughs> a very confusing moment. Uh, near Automata, the end of Yora edition, is coming October sixth, and this is not a cloud version of the game. This, yeah. So that's that's what I want to get into here. Running. Does uh, it's it's weird, like how that was after they showed it after the trailer was over. It was immediately a connection I made in my head that I was like. Like without prompting, I was like, "They can yeah. put this on Switch and not Kingdom Hearts One." Exactly. Or, yeah, like I, I just I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's just another case of Square Enix not putting in effort in yeah, certain lazy. places. You know, um, either that or them being weird about not wanting to split up Kingdom Hearts all the other ones and then having three be a cloud version. Like, I feel like it's something weird. I mean, we talked about this before. Yeah. You know, I think it could have been made to run natively somehow. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Um, (sighs) yeah, but yeah, cool. Near on the switch. I never thought I'd see it. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Maybe Uh, it'll be the thing that finally gets me to play it. Probably not. It runs at 30 FPS from what I read. So, uh, (laughs) maybe, (laughs) Um, it 30 it FPS really means is... a lot less when you're playing it handheld. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I certainly wouldn't be uh putting it on Switch and playing it on the TV, but I feel like I could I could easily sit through that game and because while the while the combat is fast, it's not super demanding of you. That's fair. For the yeah. most part, sometimes it can trip you. Up. Yeah, there are, there are certain there are definitely certain moments that are like yeah. that you need to be on your toes. I <laughs> this was like genuinely a shocker for me that this was that this was revealed. Like I I never thought I would see the day. Like I never thought I'd see the day when it came to Xbox. You know, um. So I I I guess it's cool that it's coming to Switch. Um. I feel like all the people who would have already played it would have played it by now though i don't know what bringing it to a whole new platform is really going to do for it but apparently the game has uh reached another sales milestone as of like a month or two ago of like a was it 6.5 million or something like that which yeah it's sort of weird i mean we i feel like in every every time nintendo has a, a showcase of multiple games there's always one game in there that is a port that you're like, you know, that's neat, but also, hmm. Like, it's cool that it's on the system, but I've already played it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, they also, the next thing, I don't know if it was the very next thing, but, like, the Portal collection. It was like, okay. I I I know that there are people out there who will be like, oh, this is the first opportunity I have to play this game that everyone's talked about. Um, and so that's probably the reason. But, you know, for me, it was just like, hmm, that's interesting. To me, it yeah. seems like a game that everyone who's played it would have already played it. But Exactly. But obviously they see um, 
a uh, market gap for these games on that system. Right. Yep. Um, let's see. Next was Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which is a... Dude, this looks sweet. This does. <laughs> and it's a spinoff slash sequel to um, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Oh? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. That, did, that was not made clear in the trailer. Yeah. But it looks it cool. It is a spin-off slash sequel. It's their next game. Um, oh well, it's that doesn't mean it's a spin-off. It just means it's no, it is. It's it's specifically. I read a, I read an article about it. Okay, <laughs> that's so weird that a murder mystery is going to be a like a spin-off of a hyper pop playable album. <laughs> Like an interactive hyperpop album, yeah. But like to spin it off into a murder mystery, I don't know. It seems a little weird. I'm I'm here for it though. I will, at because of Sinar Wild Hearts, I will check out anything that this studio puts out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's also the game just looked dope. Yeah, I mean that too. But I'm it is 2023. You know, gotta wait for good things, I guess. Yep. One super great thing in this thing that we have to wait till 2023 for. Yeah. Um, so Super Bomberman R2 is coming in 2023. Good for all five Super Bomberman fans that are still alive. Man, I this I watched this and I was like, I wish they would put Bomberman 64 on the thing <laughs> on Nintendo Switch Online because yeah. that game was the amazing. bomb. There was, was a great I, Bomberman I, I, game. It was really, it was right, that was on the tip of my tongue, and I, and I was trying to think of something else to not say that. <laughs> what was the Bomberman game that, that game launched was the on the Switch? Bomb, Super Bomberman R. I would, yeah. Yeah, I it was think good. So. I'll, I'll play R2. Heard. Nice. I'll get it again. Um, so I found a sixth Bomberman fan then. Yeah, man. I like Bomberman. <laughs> Uh, all right. Finally, I've been fed. The, the big news. Yeah, the biggest news. Was, it was crazy. Just sort the, of out of the blue. This is what I woke up to. You, I mean. I blasted it in the say, Discord when I saw it. I'm, I'm trying to not be hyperbolic here. But if this had shown up along with the Hollow Knight Silk Song trailer. I may have exploded. Yeah. (laughs) I may have been more excited for this than the Silk Song trailer. Oh. Oh, yeah. I. So Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection has finally been officially announced. It's coming in 2023. They've added a stupid fake smoothing that you're you can do to the game. And if you turn that on, you're a coward and you should (laughs) not have the game. Um, Man, I remember like in my teens playing on emulators that also had those built in, and you and I, you could put it on, and it'd be like, "Oh, this looks, this is neat. It makes it look like better." And then you play it for a while, and you're like, "Wait a minute, this makes it look worse." Yeah, yeah. Um, it just doesn't hold but up. But it's there the for people who want it. Yeah, and and they're wrong. <laughs> so it's true. <sighs> finally, finally, what a relief. Crazy. 
ten games. Like I mean, ten. it's really. I mean, there's six games. So yeah, so this is three been through like, six had multiple versions. Th- so yeah, this has been my like my question for the past like few months now. Every time I just think about what would a Battle Network Legacy Collection look like, like how would they, how would they package it all? Package instead, it all? Do they just do every single just, one? And yeah. they they did they did. Uh, Rather which, than making hard decisions, they just were like, you know what? Let's throw them in there. Well, they left out I, I know that. Those later games, like, I know that three and four are kind of Pokemon style and that they're just certain different things, but I think later games have legitimate, like, differences that they couldn't really synthesize into one game. Yeah. Um, But hey, you know, we get 10 games, so that's dope. I'm so excited. Annoyingly, no battle chip challenge. Um,. Which yeah, and they left out the, the game. The only person who, yeah. who enjoyed that bad game. And um, no network transmission, the GameCube game. Yeah, that's what Dave was, was saying. Turned, turned Battle Network into a classic Mega Man side scroller style. Yeah, I would like to have that eventually. Um, uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, but I hope everyone out there is ready. For the multiple week long <laughs> lore exposition mm. about Bat- Mega Man Battle Network, uh, I, it will. I think it will. It will, it will take more time to do it because yeah, the games are, are themselves longer. Those are hefty games. Twenty twenty three is already packed, but trust me, I'm making room. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna feast. <laughs> I'm. I'm curious s- what like little quality of life additions they're going to be adding like they did with the previous legacy collections because like most of those just ended up with the previous ones just ended up being like save point like quality of life stuff mm-hmm. but i'm very curious to see how if they even do anything major for yeah. battle network i wonder if they're yeah, going to update gonna any of the localizations uh, i hope I not the, if the boktai stuff is going to be in there Mm. 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 Man, I want ugh. this. I'm just anyway. So I know. Yeah, exciting times. A thing long, long desired, and then kind of dropped with very little fanfare. It's super good to see. Why wasn't this at Capcom's presentation the other week? Just it's Probably just because the Nintendo question. wanted it. Yeah. And by God, they got it. Um, I don't know. Pac-Man World Repack uh, was also announced. This looks really fun. August 26th. Yeah, this did look really fun. It's a remake of Pac-Man World. World. I don't remember what that was originally on. I never played it, but Marianne said, because I was re-watching the Direct today, and she said, is this just like Pac-Man Odyssey? And... (laughs) I was like, you know, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it looks like, like it. It looks yeah. fun. Yeah. It does look fun. Um, so, I mean, I'll give it a watch. Or I'll yeah. play. I'll play it, maybe. We'll see. It comes out August 26th. Those will probably so. end up being an unexpected buy. Yeah. <laughs> a game that I would never would have thought I would have had any interest in. But the trailer sold me on it. It looks, yeah. it looks like a fun time. Same. Mm-hmm. The last Pac-Man game I played, besides the like 
traditional arcade machine version was like the one where you drew Pac-Man on the 3DS or on the uh, DS. Pack picks. So, Forrest is making a face. He doesn't know this I, existed. I, do, I didn't. I don't. don't. It was on the original DS. It was like one yeah. of the launch games. Yeah. Huh. He drew a Pac-Man shape and it chomped in. That's kind of sick. Yeah, it was dope. I'll I'll look into that. Yeah. I'll I'll catch myself up on the history of pack picks. <laughs> um Blanc. Man. Second screen, touch screen, great innovation. Truly. Should have kept it. <laughs> Maybe not for the Switch, but I, I mean they yeah. tried. But then no one bought the Wii U. Ah, yeah. True. If there was like a, a little dongle that I could attach to the bottom of the switch that was a second screen touch screen, you know, I would buy it. <laughs> that sounds like a It sounds a, flimsy, but I probably would buy it also. Yeah. yeah it, it would be super janky. It sounds like a broken broken hardware waiting to happen, but Yes. <laughs> granted. All of these things are true. The really it could just be an an extra top screen. Mm. You put above the switch since the switch yeah. already has a touch screen. Yeah, that make that, more sense. That's what I was thinking. Now that I can get on board with this, the switch. The sc- I wonder if the switch screen could handle the absurd forces that that DS screen took from the stylus. Oh, not at all. <laughs> Oh my god, no. Especially... Because you, know, you could pound away on that thing, and some games did make you pound away on it. You know what's going to happen is that... Oh my god, I just had a brain-melting moment. They're going to... They're going to find a way to connect the Switch lights to the Switch, and that'll be the new Wii U gamepad. Oh my no, god. I'm not going to do that. It's going to happen. No. The, it, it I bet you, I'll bet money that that will never happen. We'll see. Maybe one day. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, back to the direct. Uh, Blanc is coming 2023. Uh, it's a cute little game about foxes. Yeah. I can't quite tell. A uh, fox and a little fawn. I believe it's it a wolf like. and a deer. Mm. I thought it was a fox, but yeah, you're probably right. I like the look of this, though. Um, yeah, it's... It's it's all black and white. It's got kind of a a hand drawn looking, yeah, three uh, D art style. I, I like hand drawn to the point where it almost like every single frame of this trailer just looked like it was two D almost. Yeah, like yeah, it's in, cool. I I love when a studio is able to figure out how to make a three D model actually look and move like it's two D, um, and. Like, it's something that I wish maybe some movie studios could figure out and take some lessons from, like, stuff like this from. I um, mean, you just go and... Like, the technology's always already been perfected with Spider-Verse, so... And yeah. we know it took them, like, three years to do it. That's fair. But, yeah. But this uh, looks bl- cool. It's, it, it seems to be, like, a platformer puzzle adventure type of game. Yeah. You control a... A little deer and a little wolf. And it's got co-op. Yep. It looks cute. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that is... That's next year as well. Unfortunately. All all the good things are coming out next year. Yes. With some good things coming out this year. Yes. But not as much. 
Um, Return to Monkey Island. <laughs> uh, I saw this freaking trailer before I had the title drop. Like, I just saw the establishing shot of the island, and I literally said, are we really doing this? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Ron Gilbert announced a while back that he was... Yeah, it, the game was announced in April. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they announced they were doing this. Okay, yeah. I guess I... And they got back, like, most of the original team and whatever. I mean, that's cool yeah. at all. I just... I This is, like, the second time I can distinctly remember Monkey Island having a sort of a comeback, and it's just weird that I've experienced this thing, like, twice now. Yeah. Um... I'm like I'm not opposed to it. I'm happy for Monkey Island fans, but also it's like almost as niche as um how was it Dragon's Lair? I think it is. Like, well, I would say seeing... I don't think Dragon's Lair was not a niche game. Like it was a very popular arcade game. Yeah, I, I don't think Monkey say. Island was a niche game, but releasing it's like, it now it's niche is by kind of a this niche point, thing. though. Yeah is, the, yeah, is what I'm trying to get at. I was at Arcade Monsters this weekend and. There was tons of people playing the... That game is too hard. The machine. <laughs> the Dragon Slayer yeah, machine. Yeah. That's sick. It's hard. I remember playing that Disney Quest back in the day. Oh, God. I didn't realize that was a Disney Quest. That's kind of funny, given yeah. the production history of that it was, game. It was near the uh, Buzz Lightyear bumper cars... Ah. Man, as much as stuff costs at Disney Quest, I imagine he, you're putting like $5 in for every life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, then after... Oh God, I just lost where... Oh, the, I, there was three things I cared about in this uh, direct most, and this was the second one. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. And it's time. I called this. You did. The sequel. Yeah. October 20th. Because uh, the, I think the release date leaked the night before. And I was like... <laughs> so I figured probably we'll, we'll be in the, uh, in the direct. And it was. Isn't that just the history of this game now? Is that... Yeah. It leaks? The, yeah, it leaks the, like the day That's or two Ubisoft. before... That's Ubisoft in <laughs> general. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That is, uh, it's just super noticeable. Like it's it's in the front of my mind when it comes to this game specifically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's finally coming October twentieth. It's gonna yep. be great. I'm happy for it. Yeah, you. they they it, they look to have tweaked the the gameplay enough for it to 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 looks like it feels like a different game um did any yeah. guys watch the they had like a showcase an ubisoft showcase of it today i didn't watch but i did but it apparently they did announce um along with uh grant kirkhope working on the music returning which is great um hold on i'm trying to pull up what the name of the other Where'd it go? There it is. Sorry. Um, so Grant Kirkhope is back. Also, Gareth Coker, who worked on the Ori series. And also, um, Yoko Shimomura, the 
great composer of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy and the Mario and Luigi games is lending her talents. So you know this the music in this game is gonna rip. Mm-hmm. Just like the first one. First one ripped. Second one's gonna be just as good. I'm so so excited. I need to watch that showcase because I also haven't watched it yet. Part of me doesn't want to, um, especially because they showed off in this trailer like Bowser being yeah. someone that can be on your team with a bazooka or a bowzooka. I don't know how you want it. Like, um, which makes I me wonder. I would imagine it's a bowzooka. Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder if um, there's going to be a rabid version of Bowser, possibly. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> what about a rabid version of Bob Hoskins? <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be weird. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this game a lot. And I wonder what the story gimmick is going to be for this one. Because... The story gimmick for the first one was kind of this cutesy thing, um, you know, about a girl's imagination and stuff. And uh, I wonder if they're just going to play it more straight with this one. We'll see. Um, well, they're in space. Right. So probably aliens. <clears throat> yeah, probably aliens. Um, God, I'm so excited for this. I... Um, I do hope you actually get it, Seth, and we can maybe get it the multiplayer in this yeah, I one. Yeah, I think I'm going to play this one. Because um, the multiplayer, I never got to play that in the first one. I always heard how great it was, and I never got to play it. You know, I actually have played a little bit of the multiplayer in the first one. Are you kidding? <laughs> 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 uh, the, look on, the look on David's face right now. No, this is just my existence. It's fine. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Look, I have a friend that I recommend. He one time was asking me for Switch recommendations, and I told him that game, <laughs> even though I never bought it. <laughs> and he kept every time it would be on sale on the eShop, he would text me like, "Hey, you need to you need to buy this so we can play together." But eventually, at one point, I was over at his his place, and we played some of the multiplayer maps. Yeah, I bet it was fun. It was. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Little Noah Scion of Paradise is available now I kind of tuned out during this trailer because it didn't do anything for me so this uh, was apparently created by the devs who made Dragalia Lost the uh, oh the uh, what are, one of one of N Nintendo's early um, iPhone games um, oh yeah uh, but this was like it, it's kind of it appears to be like a side scrolling uh it's it seemed to be kind of roguelike in their monster collection involved i don't know th it it was a game that I was like hmm, oh it's out today i might get it but of course and i got uh sucked back into fire emblem <laughs> <laughs> but it seems neat enough it is how it goes gets sucked into other games um, Railgrade is coming autumn 2022. This is like a railroad track setup game. Um, I'll play this. I, it's, it's 
a train manager. Uh, it looked fun. In my yeah, opinion. I had many. I had a experience a wide range of emotions during this trailer. Um, because one, I love trains. Uh, but when like the first the beginning of it, it just looked like okay, this just looks like that iPhone game that I have, Mini Metro. <laughs> um, and then you know, as I kept building, it's like okay, it's certainly more complicated. And then they were showing these like massive cityscapes just with freaking railroad tracks all over them, and it just it made me feel dead inside. I was like, oh god. This is the future, isn't it? <laughs> Everything is desert except for roadways. Anyway, it it looked neat though. It did look neat. Um then uh RPG time The Legend of Right that comes out on August 18th. This looked um, cool too. Yeah. It looks cool. But I, between this and The Plucky Squire, I think I'm going to be fed when it comes to uh Weird hand drawn storybook games. RPGs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. a, it's yep. <laughs> he plays a hand drawn character in an RPG. And, Your aesthetic uh, is getting fed. Yes. Yep. It's an aesthetic I didn't realize I wanted. Yeah. Mm. Who, who would have known? Yeah. Comic Zone is making a real comeback. <gasps> Chalk Zone. No, Comic Zone. What's Comic Don't Zone? Don't correct me. What's Comic Zone? It's a game from, like, the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, the Sega. okay. I thought we were talking Sega. about the show. C-O-M-I-X I, space Z-O-N-E. I see. Forces. It's also a similar, like, a okay. similar kind of aesthetic to, gosh, what was that, like, PS3 game where you played, like, a paper man who had magic scissors? Uh, crap. What was that? Because you used the... I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you. There's also kind of one on the Vita where you use the back to touch through the paper. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, the back touch. Yeah, the bad, the back touch. Uh, for God, if I didn't switch had back touch. Whew. I should play Comic Zone. Yeah, it's good. A game that was on the Sega Genesis and the Mega Drive. Yeah, I think it's on the Sega games for the Switch, maybe. Uh, apparently there was a Game Boy Advance <laughs> version. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I love that game. I'm, uh, it has a rad soundtrack, in I'm, my opinion. I'm sorry for uh, correcting you on something I knew nothing about. Yeah, trying to give me Chalk Zone. Sorry. Also the name of a store in Syracuse, New York. Yeah. Which uh, the okay. Game Boy Advance game only came out in the EU. Uh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Um, Sonic Frontiers had another trailer that seemingly actually showed some of the point of the game which yeah so was this the... was i watched this trailer and i was like huh okay i think i understand what this game is now uh and it does Why sort of it point a... back it it kind of points back to like i think in previous episodes we speculated what this might be like and i remember comparing it to maybe it'll be like um the thing, the the Bowser's Fury thing, where there's a big open space and like tiny areas with like more that, that had tiny areas with more conventional Mario platforming, and that does appear what it is. It's, it's like a giant open world, and then there are spots where you could go into like classic Sonic Sonic Unleashed style like 
rail <laughs> uh, roller coaster levels. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this was an interesting trailer because I was like, okay, I think I get it. Yeah, you get keys. I don't see what all you the previous keys. fuss about how this game looks was about. I think this looks fine, you know, like a positive. I fine. think it, I think it was more yeah. like previous uh, videos. Were... Like they've shown Sonic running, like the previous trailers have shown Sonic running around, but not actually what the purpose of that is. At the speed like, of sound, they just look like techno. No, but they haven't given them a. Yeah, it just I it see. Did, there's no purpose, or uh, it's weird that it took until now for them to be like. Maybe we oh, should we give should people probably. an idea of what they're actually doing in the game. Yeah. So also, I will they... say this trailer revealed what looks to be an unfortunate, uh, unfortunately, in-depth <laughs> combat system, like where Sonic is punching and kicking enemies. Um, I don't think it's going to be you know, too complex. I, w- I mean, I don't think it's going to be complex, but I think it it's. A certain, certainly a step up from the homing attack uh, and maybe a, a bit more complexity than is actually needed in a game like this. Where you could, yeah. uh, you know, That's you could fair. maybe just, you could maybe use the mechanics that are already there rather than creating a whole new thing. But um, I, was, uh, I will save my reservations un- for, until playing the game. Right. Um,. Next was Disney Dreamlight Valley, the free-to-play Animal Crossing-esque game. Um, there's like I'd say two it's more, or three. more like The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you're helping or, out your neighbors both. and stuff and growing stuff. So it... So like, like a metopia. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. something like that. Um, Just a life sim-ish. Yeah. There's like three life sims in this thing. Yeah. Between that one, Harvestella, and the Story of Seasons game, maybe? I can I barely remember mm-hmm, what that mm-hmm. was, too. Um, but yeah, really, let's right. just skip ahead to Live Alive, uh, because that game looks dope as heck. Yeah, it does. There was like a 40-minute Treehouse uh, presentation put out after this about didn't like, watch that yeah. i didn't either but there's a I, did not, I, I didn't look i don't need i don't need to watch it i'm gonna right. buy the game marianne said like, oh there's the demo available for it now isn't yeah, there? yeah the but demo i don't need available it. now i'm gonna uh, marianne's like oh there's a demo out and i'm like yeah but i'm gonna wait because i'm gonna play that game i don't need yep. the demo i'm gonna play the yeah, game exactly i mean it carries over your progress I don't need that demo i'm gonna play the game you could, <laughs> you could be playing the game early is what i'm saying yeah, but, but then you'd have to wait. Right. You see, this is the problem with these demos that carry over progress. Kills your momentum. Yeah. When does the game drop? I need momentum. When? July 22nd. Oh, that's not... That's that's close enough. Yeah, it's a month I'm away. Good. I can wait. I can wait three weeks. Very excited for this game. They had me the moment they, they first showed it. it when I was yeah. like, oh my god. This oh, is same. actually that game. They had me the moment they announced it, and I didn't know the history behind it. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, look, this looks super cool. Um, yeah, they should they showed off a bunch of other stuff. Um, Harvestella, Portal Companion Collection, and Minecraft Legends. Um, they did a I little quick you, fire. I don't want you glossing over Harvestella. 
which looked dope. Okay, it's then like please. a combination of freaking uh, what's that one game that everyone I'm glad, loves? I'm glad to scratch an edge for you, but I that they go ahead. Uh, what is it? You know, I mean, as you know, it's the name is it's it's clearly like Harvest Moon or. I guess Rune Factory. What's the piece the the one game that Marianne plays a lot of? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, but also with like what seems to be a pretty pretty JRPG ish fighting system um and yeah. story and a world that has four seasons or rather no, it's like what what do they say? I, I forget, but you know, it has the world has the regular seasons and then the season of death where everything dies. <laughs> and you have to figure uh, out. You mean that. summer. Oh. <laughs> no, there <laughs> is a summer. But then later, after winter, it's the death season where everything just dies. This game looked cool. I think it looked okay. <laughs> the, I... se- the season of death is called The Quietus. Yes, Ooh. The Quietus. Oh. <laughs> it's so... Oh my gosh, it's so anime. This you know, it you know, it's it's of course it's a Square Enix game. It looked like a Square Enix game. It <laughs> It's just going to be incredibly extra. Right. It's worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Coming out uh November. Oh, nice. And then the big news. I I don't know if this is big for me. Not anymore, as big. Not as big, but, you know, as Mega Man, but Persona. I think 5 it more. is objectively big news. It is objectively big news. Yes. But as I said in the Discord, if if this had happened like a year and a half ago, look, this would have been this would have been a game changer. But uh this is also not as much like um with uh near but it's a game that was like, okay. I I can definitely see more of the market for this. Um, yeah. Especially because they announced more than one game. But it was another thing. It's like, you know, it's a game that we all thought was going to come out a long time ago. And uh, the people who have interested in it have probably already played it. But, of course. Well, you know, uh, the biggest Persona say, fans are the people who've never actually played it. That's true. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Persona 5 Royal coming to Switch, finally, coming out October 21st. It's a big, big day for Seth two years ago. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, they showed Switch ports of uh, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable um, are coming, but do not do not have release dates. Yeah, um, David pre-Backbone. And knowing I could play my game streaming from my PlayStation 5 uh, would have been losing his mind over this because he would have not played Persona 5 Royal as much. Um, But after I got the backbone and I learned about streaming... It's a whole uh, new world. Yeah. I I just played it that way. Yeah. And it was great still. uh, Just same audio, same like as long as you have a good internet connection on both sides, that's important. Yeah, you know, not not just at home, not just where you're at. It's both sides. Uh, You're golden. 
I never had Persona any issues. Four Golden. You may oh. even be royal. Hmm. I while being portable. I may play Persona Four Golden now. Uh, I'd recommend it. But well, I, you know, who knows? <laughs> I'm more interested in uh, three. Um, but that's just because of uh, how different it's supposed to be. Yeah. And the baby, 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 which baby. we got a little bit of in that trailer. Ooh, yeah. You know, there's not enough love for uh, rivers in the desert. Uh, there's plenty of love for there's it. There's plenty how of love you even for the that? entire persona. Everyone says it's great. I, yeah, like <laughs> there's, hush. There's yeah. not enough love in the trailers. There's more love for every single because... song on Persona Five than for maybe any. Any other soundtrack? Yeah, there are people who think that it invented jazz. I, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into that, brother. <laughs> yeah, like you know, <laughs> it did. The, oh, the <laughs> 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 uh, man, <laughs> the music in that game is uh, a though. It's so good. Look, yes, it's the songs are great, but everyone knows it. <laughs> no yeah. one is saying that they <laughs> are not great. Just saying. No, no, you just can't. You can't just... say that. It's not true. I would like to hear more "River in the Desert." Representation. Oh my god! <laughs> it's but it's everywhere. I want to hear it in other things, just everywhere. Every other YouTube video of a person talking has a song from the Persona 5 soundtrack in it. <laughs> I mean, can you blame them on a level? No, I mean, uh, look, I, I'm i saying the music is really good, and a lot of it is really good background music for, for talking, because that's yeah. so much of what happens in that game. But, like... You can't. You can't make. You cannot say that something about that soundtrack is underrepresented. It's just not. It's not gonna. That dog won't hunt, Monsignor. Hmm. All right. Persona. Are those games also a hundred hours long? Three and four. I would guess so. I don't know if I'd say a hundred, but like, yeah, they're sizable. They're time sinks. Yeah. I mean, on the Switch, it's perfect, though. Yeah. Especially for four. Exactly. If I had had a Vita and I knew that Persona was good, (laughs) I would have probably played four. It's uh, arguably, not even arguably, it is pretty much the best game on the Vita. With the exception of, like, Gravity Rush, which even then has combat problems. Man, the Vita. It did not have much. Nope. I know, I bought like three of them. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember. That's, all that's of them. an extremely out of the blue I bought statement it at launch. to make. I bought it at launch, and I traded it in. Uh, and then I bought one because it came in used, and I got a crazy employee discount on it. And then you traded it in. I traded that one in. <laughs> For the one that had the upgraded screen, not the the like quality of screen or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, I can't remember if that one broke or if I traded it in. 
But when you when you work at GameStop it's for so, so long, you just cycle things. Yeah. The only thing I never traded in to get rid of forever was my 3DS. Uh, the Vita, though, there was nothing. There was good nothing for on it. it to for me. Yeah. Really, there was a hot minute where I almost bought a Vita. Specifically for the purposes of playing PS4 games on it. Yeah. I still haven't I, tried that out yet. I mean, it's fine. It works. Um, I played Black Flag on it that way. Um, All right. I those, actually. Those tiny thumbsticks, though. Hilariously, my Vita was like a FIFA machine. <laughs> That's mainly what <laughs> I used it to play was the FIFA games on there. Um, yeah. But, you know. The so Vita. there was in I don't know if you guys saw in the Japanese direct there was this Kaiju Monster Rancher game that was announced. What? That looks Hold absolutely on. bonkers. What are you what are you saying? Why uh, was that? It, it looks amazing. I would <laughs> recommend going to watch the trailer. Because I, I I really hope that it comes it, that it gets localized because it looks so fun and stupid. Is it, uh, is also, it literally wanna, called Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh my god. Um, also, the there was a, a super incredible surprise announcement that the. Uh, Crayon Chin-Chan, My Summer Vacation game is getting localized. Uh, God I don't know if we bless. if we talked about this ever, um, but I remember when they announced it, and it's just, it, it's just you know, you play Shin-Chan as this little five-year-old kid on <laughs> vacation in Japan, and you just kind of go around and hang out with people. Um, mm. It looked amazing, and it looked like, it also looked like there was no chance it was ever coming uh west but it got announced that it is getting localized which made me very happy um someone's getting in let's see uh it's supposed to, it was going to release august for switch and ps4 nice it's uh made by the david do you remember this the attack of the friday monsters game on 3ds I don't know that you ever played it, but I definitely talked about it. Um, <laughs> you, we, I vaguely remember. We've talked that. about this game. Yeah, but it's made by the same people. Oh, nice. We we've definitely talked about this game. We didn't. I never played it, but but you t- you talked to me about it. Um, so I guess the, what has to be said after, uh, something like this is when, when do you think we get a proper Nintendo first party, one of these bad boys? I would imagine not until, uh, they need to show off. I mean, probably not until like, when do they usually do their sort of end of year one? Like October, November, maybe? Uh, yeah. Like pre-holiday one. Because, um, you know, I think we, we know for the most part what the big releases for Nintendo are this year, are for the rest of the year. Um, and they'll certainly have stuff here and there where they're announcing new things. Um, like we, of course, the, the uh, Metroid Prime remake was in the rumor mill again and 
saying that it's coming out this winter. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll it, it'll be a few months before we get an actual Nintendo Direct. I think the reason we we got this is just because um, stuff that had to get shuffled around. Uh, I think that the announcement of Splatoon and Xenoblade basically switching places was sort of a precursor to this happening. Because I think there are a bunch of this stuff, like if they had a direct plan, that all this stuff would have been in it. Um, even the fact that they had a treehouse showing of Live Alive, uh, mm-hmm. I think kind of points to this may have been part of a a, a changed E3 plan, or rather a Game mm. Fest plan. True. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think it'll it'll be a minute, but I'm sure that we will get smaller directs here and there, more more partner showcases, and I think people just get mad because they throw many at the end of the direct. Like this was this was a quality thing, uh, and all it the only reason it wasn't an, a real direct because it didn't have any first party stuff. But uh, I think for the most part, everything that they showed off was was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll disagree. All right. Well, with that, we appreciate you listening as always, dear listener. And we will talk at you next week with Cuphead experience and finally beating Maybe the, other things. Maybe <laughs> other things. Who knows? Maybe we'll Who's see movies say? that we are forced to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, may, maybe the Mario trailer will be out by next week. Uh, who knows? Um, all right. So with that, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. See you. I'm doing the Chris Pratt hand. Thing.